0: From the Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's Afterbuzz TV's The Game After Show. Right? That all good with
1: it.
2: Intro.
3: Yes. <laughs> Fallon's ready to start cheering. (laughs) Hey, we're back. Season six of BET's The Game. We're here on AfterBuzz. I'm your girl, Stanley, and I'm going to let my lovely co-hosts introduce themselves.
2: Hey, everyone. I'm Fallon Mercedes. I've done AfterBuzz for quite a few seasons, but I'm very excited to do the game. I just had chills watching today's show. What about you
4: guys? Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. (laughs) I am Megan Thomas. Just got done with AfterBuzz show Deception. After Show for Deception. (laughs) Now I'm rolling into the game, and this episode was very interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on.
1: It is, and it's going to be so exciting to recap it all with you. I am Ashley Gray, and as always, please tweet us during the show. Let us know if you have any comments or if you wanted to just join in on the conversation. That's at TweetNinamarie, or you can always tweet AfterBuzzTV.
5: How you guys doing? I'm the coached athlete, Brandon London. This is actually... uh, my first uh, after buzz, my okay, after yeah, buzz no, no. show. Well, you guys. welcome to the team. How, 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 how you guys doing? Wait, wait.
2: So for athletes when they're newbies, aren't we supposed to like you get pranks?
3: So we you get haze.
5: They're rookie. They're rookie. We're you gonna, gonna have to
2: play.
5: A <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> I handle mine's like a seasoned veteran. I handle oh, mine okay. seasoned veteran. I handle mine's like a seasoned veteran. Right here next to me, I have my former teammate with uh, from Miami Dolphin days. We have uh, Miami Dolphin third round pick. What yep. seven years ago? He's been with the Giants. He's been with the Bills, the Raiders. He's definitely an NFL journeyman. He knows what he's doing. The boy can play ball. Palmdale, California native, oh, yeah. Derek Hagan. Derek, um, say what's up.
0: Uh, thanks thank for having you, me, man. Thank it's you. A, coming on.
6: It's a blast to be here with y'all. Uh, you know, first time for me, but uh, you know, hometown boy back here in LA. So. Uh, you know, I'm ready to uh, get this going with y'all.
3: And it's so important to have an NFL perspective on this show because yes. mm-hmm. a lot of people watch the show and they forget it's about football. Mm-hmm. It's the whole yeah. premise yeah. of everything. So Right, we can't right. Wait. For you to join in.
5: Can't wait to share the truths.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Not going to get too
5: much out of us. We don't snitch like Jose Canseco. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it real. (laughs) Keep it real real, like the kids say. (laughs) We're going
3: there. But actually, we wanted to start off with recapping a little bit how we feel about season five. But even before we do, we have such a good mix of people. I want to get one line of what you do outside of Afterbus TV, because sometimes that perspective is so important on how you view the show. So I'm Stanley. I've been in TV production for years. I don't want to say how many years, because then you might know my age. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aren't you 21? 26. Oh, okay. 26. Okay, okay. We'll walk with
4: that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but I've been doing TV production, work on a lot of reality shows here in L.A., so I have kind of that other perspective of behind the scenes, so I want to share with you. Okay. I
2: I am a celebrity fitness reporter. I have a site called fitwiththallon.com and what I do is I interview athletes and celebrities about their fitness and nutrition regimens. I also um, dated a basketball player for four years and he went overseas and I went with him so I know that whole dynamic of, you know, being with an athlete so
4: I definitely (laughs) feel what's going on in this show. (laughs) All right, yes, so I have been in syndicated radio for five years now and uh, outside of that, I I also work a lot in sports. Um, I help run a basketball nonprofit. And in addition to that, I also run a a consulting firm that helps athletes and entertainers with their charities, with their PR, with their branding. So I understand the side of it that goes with the athlete off the court, off the court, off the field, all of that.
1: <laughs> and I'm like the oddball out. I'm a teacher. Oh, but... teachers! Teachers! Shout out to the
5: teachers.
1: Well, I teach elementary school. So, that's but the I, hardest. Exactly, it, it is. Never again. However, you know, I do come back, come from an athletic background. So I've dated an athlete or two or three.
0: But oh,
5: topic <laughs> number, we got a couple no, topics for no. so that I just, going up.
1: I just love the game. I love, oh, I love football love and. Ain't no no shaving And there's a good
3: connection. Elementary school and athletes, same same thing.
1: No. know.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh,
1: that's, uh, uh, that's a long <laughs> stretch.
5: I uh, I'm going on my seventh year as a professional uh, football player. Three years in the NFL with the uh, Giants, Dolphins, and a little cup of tea with the Steelers. Wait,
2: wait, wait! You, you gotta shout out your ring. Uh, I was gonna get to okay. that.
5: Uh, three years up in Canada in the CFL, I'm uh, Montreal Alouette. Uh Like I said, I'll be on my fourth season coming up in uh, June. I have a uh, Super Bowl ring with the Giants. My rookie year, and I have a Canadian Grey Cup ring, which is like their Super Bowl up there with the Alouettes. So I'm one of six players. Ever to play the game that has a Super Bowl ring and Grey Cup ring, and if you don't believe me, you can Google it. And if you ah, still don't believe me after oh, that, tweet Google me it at, at Athlete and I'll prove you right. Is oh, it Wavy? That wavy? wavy? That's your. That's,
2: that's your what they call me yeah. up in mechanic. They <laughs> <laughs> call
5: me Wavy. But oh. hey, we'll get into that. We're going to get into that. I don't want to steal. I don't. I don't want to steal the show. We're here for the game. All right, oh, Derek okay. Hagan. Please tell them about your credentials. Oh man. Anyways,
6: my my background is uh, you know I went to Arizona State. Uh, You know, pretty much got every, uh, you know, football record that they have there. You know, obviously, I put in a lot of time, a lot of effort. But, uh, you know, that's where I went to school at. So, shout out to those Sun Devils. And, uh, you know, also, I'm out here in L.A. currently, uh, you know, training, trying to get ready for this season. You know, these past uh, two years I've been playing for the Raiders, but I'm currently a uh, free agent. So, you know, I'm just out here trying to stay in shape, get right, and, uh, you know, keep this, uh, keep this NFL journey going. I've been playing for a long time. This will be uh, my eighth year, so wow. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Shout Eight years in that. the game. Shout Amazing. out to that. Yeah.
3: All right. Long time. Well, perfect. Let's get into it. There was so much going on in this episode Let's talk a little bit though about season five. I have to say I'm um, Team Derwin mm-hmm. all the way. I'd I've say. never really mm-hmm. been into Melanie. I've always thought she was kinda of selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this episode with Durin was so emotional for me. I but saw yeah. Fallon crying, I think. I was, <laughs> <bad. That>
0: was, <laughs> that was she I'm was better. no
3: tears. She was pretty close, but I definitely think my main thing that I loved about this episode was Derwin's journey oh, yeah. that we'll get into in a little he bit. He cried
4: a lot during yeah. this episode. <laughs> he cried was, at least, what, two or three times. <laughs> which was good. I,
3: I know probably from an athlete
2: perspective, once you play on a team for so long, it becomes family. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then right. when you have to leave, you're not only leaving your teammates, you're leaving your family. Then you got to go somewhere else and start it all over mm-hmm. again. Because
5: right. people have to understand, people at home, football is a business. Like It is, it is one of the biggest businesses. What is it, a $9 billion business? Yeah. Business it's out a there. Big business. Yeah. You don't you don't get too attached with the the team you play with. Yeah, you know, I love being a New York Giant, I love being a Miami Dolphin. The things that you get attached to is, you know, the relationships that you develop in the locker room with your guys, with your boys, like mm-hmm. I would go at practice with D. Haig, and then we'd be on Xbox playing each other in Madden, <laughs> talking trash to each other, knowing goodness why well, I'm gonna see him at six o'clock the next morning. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you build those relationships, and those are your guys. So when he was sitting there crying in the in the meat freezer and stuff, like, <laughs> yeah, I had it a does. little. Uh, you know, I was sitting there thinking about when I got picked up by the when I left the Giants to go to the Dolphins. And uh, I was I not cry to Steve Smith, but I was just like, you my boy, man. You know, <laughs> we, we rocked out. We're going to do this thing, man. We're going to do this.
6: So, you know, I, I, I see emotions, what feeling. Real
3: emotions,
6: yeah. I mean, that's just how it goes. You know, the NFL is a business. You know, guys guys come and go. And, you know, one minute they may be there, the next minute they be gone. And you just got to get used to it. You know, yeah. you can't, there definitely can't be no hard feelings around because, mm-hmm. you know, every year new guys are coming in. Older guys are going out, so mm-hmm. you just right. have to be prepared. Be prepared for it, and it's pretty much a mindset. So you know, we've seen it over the past three, four years, and that's just it's how it goes. Have you I cried? Don't, Nah, okay. No, no crying. <laughs> no, tears. no crying. Brandon, no you crying. No crying.
1: Sarah,
3: I don't want to put you on the spot, My but allergies. do you watch the game? Have you watched any? I watched a few shows, or? so so okay. this is, this
6: show we just about to talk about. You know, I've been been checking it out to make sure I'm on point and you know, <laughs> know what I'm talking about up here.
1: Okay, cool. Let <laughs> me find out, Ashley. What do you think about last season? Who well, I was for? always team Melanie and Derwin because I mean they're perfect for each other. I think that you know they made a very powerful. Couple, and there is no Durwin without Melanie, vice versa. So they're a perfect I lo- mess. No, so, but who doesn't love a perfect mess? I mean, yeah, that's just that's, that's life. And I thought they were so beautiful together, and like you know, when he was shouting her out in this this episode, I was yeah. like, get it, boy, because <laughs> that's how you hold your woman down. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to do it. So I'm definitely team Durwin and Melanie. So, but it was interesting when he shouted her out. He said, "My
3: boo." And I don't know how I feel about that, ladies. Once you get a title of a wife, don't you think that he should have su- shouted out, "My wife"?
1: Oh, it's I okay. I know I'm the well, wife. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I yeah. okay. They have rings. And I think it's, it's understood. They have rings. They're together. But I think it says something about their relationship when you can say, yeah, she's my wife," but she's still my boo. She's still my homie, lover, friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a good thing. I that's think cute. that they didn't lose the bonus yeah. once so they got married. That's cute. But I'll say I am Team Tasha Mack all the way. Oh. Yeah.
0: Say, all the way. Oh. Yeah. That, that is Tasha Tasha. my girl. I'm, I'm
4: so excited that she is now, you know, at the end of last season, she was... What? She was with Pookie. Yeah. Her homeboy. Oh, now he's her boo. And I really think this is good for her because she's had a lot of man trouble in the past. Okay. And even though Rick Fox is, you uh, know.
3: Yeah, creeping up. Creeping out. back her in with his curly hair.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think this is good that she is with Pookie. And I'm hoping that it works out because that's her best friend. Yeah, yeah.
3: no, definitely. Because even last season, she was having communication problems and talking mm-hmm. to him and telling him her real emotions and real feelings. And right, right away in this first episode, she's just being so honest and real with her feelings, it's a new mm-hmm. Tasha Mack. Yeah,
6: mm-hmm.
3: yes,
4: yes. But
5: she still called Rick Fox right <laughs> after yeah. getting she off the Skype not, session. But what did she say
4: to him though? Because why is she the message, calling him? Because though. she was telling him, "Look, I'm happy." Because he kept calling her, yes. so she was calling him to say, "Look, brother, I'm happy. We're done. There's no more us. I got a new man." And then he shows up at her door.
5: I'm not. Yeah, buying she knew. It. I'm not buying it. Buy I'm, 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 I'm not buying
1: it. I can't. I'm not buying it. Speaking of buying anything, everyone go to iTunes, rate, comment and share. we absolutely love to hear your comments, your feedback rate us give us five stars not one two three, but five <laughs> five stars <laughs> and let us know how you feel about this the show and this after show so.
5: You know y'all like this after show. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: So let's get deep, deep
3: into this episode. It started off with some sexy legs. I have to say, walking down the hallway, no legs, louboutins. Last
2: night, um, I covered the red carpet for a Sierra event, and that was one thing. You know, my fit with Fallon uh, website that we were talking about. Is Sierra has killer legs? She does. does. I didn't think it was gonna be her, but I'm like, wow, those
4: those legs are on point. Mm -hmm. Right? She's a dancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you, of course, she has an amazing dancer body. Yeah. And you know it. what? I'm not going to lie. When I watched this and I saw those legs, I was like, oh, like, those legs are amazing. I immediately stood up and stood on my tippy toes. <laughs> oh,
6: trying to get, to get my
3: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to recreate I wasn't fooling myself. Wasn't. <laughs> just those that hide alone, because I'm sitting on some phone books right now. I thought
6: we not just got shit. I don't know who else
3: sitting on the phone book. That's about I'm and not snitching. i Ashley, I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm just me. You notice <laughs> how
5: everybody's the same height up there. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> right. yeah. No, I love. I love the way you know it, it started, started off, off. with uh, her. Her walking. You know they showed Derwin doing the doing the pull ups and all that stuff. Tasha Mack being Tasha Mack getting ready and it's just like I was sitting there in my seat like oh you know it's the game yeah. they're gonna That's throw the something What's in they got gonna... something for us and they, I
1: just yeah. sat there. They did a really good job of capturing everyone's personalities and reintroducing us to yeah. who they actually are mm-hmm. especially Malik with well, all of them girls I'm oh, like come fine. on he didn't change yeah. oh,
5: <laughs> living that life yeah. he's about that life. And yeah. it's yeah.
3: interesting oh, that they started off with Sierra because we want to go into the new characters mm-hmm. before we get into like our old favorites and I didn't even know that she was going to be such an integral part of the show and like it seems the way that they're working her in because she's like best friends with Lauren London's mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. that she's going to be almost like Chardonnay was last season so yeah. it's just so interesting to see where she's going to fit in that whole love triangle maybe with some of the other y- new characters you
4: know what's, what's so crazy about that so I looked at the, the credits at the end see Eric plays herself. So at first I was like, is she playing a character or is she really herself? Mm. And so she's playing herself but at the same time she's playing like She's kind of
5: fast, supermodel. Yeah, she's kind
4: of fast. I'm like, Maybe that's what she is. I'm like, hold on, is that true <laughs> about you?
5: And she was talking to Malik, you know, at the party and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, you know, did he used to try and get at that or what's that situation with that? So I say she's about that life. I think she's about that life, as you can see. Because what, what, what Ray J says, she smashed the homie. Like she smashed oh, the homie oh at the geez, end. But oh let's oh not get geez. into that. let going to Call me.
4: I'll take
5: her out to dinner and apologize.
1: I <laughs> well, we have to get you your perspective. Won't be too happy
3: with that? We have to get your guys' perspective on athletes and celebrities. Is that a natural dating situation, or is it just kind of urban legend that they normally get together?
6: I mean, I think it's natural. I mean, you see what's going on going, going on. There's a whole lot of athletes out there that's dating celebrities, and you know, celebrities Life dating course. athletes. So it just. Mm. It almost just runs together because we know, you know, what type of business we're in. We know what goes on. So, you know, everybody's pretty much
5: used to it. We see them at all the events, all the parties and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And obviously, any chance you get, like, say, I don't want to say Beyonce, but say I see uh, Mika (laughs) Kelly or something at a party. I want to go talk to her like I, I feel like yes I have to go talk to her so you know go do that then you, you get that introduction or maybe you have an agent or a manager somebody like yeah this is this is Brendan London for, well it'll sound cool <laughs> it'll sound, sound cool like when you scenario,
3: say Brendan
5: London from the CFL she's like CFL what's that like, <laughs> like, really you, know, they, you know but uh, you see him all the time and like you know it just you know stuff that happens like you just party together hang out together and, and I think it's happen. probably
2: like a good photo op especially for the NFL, NFL players that are trying to you know their come up Mm -hmm. Ocho Cinco trying to get his own reality show Evelyn dating her wifing her and not hitting her but that was a good look
5: (laughs) (laughs) because you remember you remember what uh, what what Lauren London's character did when she kissed him Mm -hmm. and said now you're famous it's one thing people don't know us because we have football helmets on Mm -hmm. and stuff so now you're seeing a lot of guys you know they're taking the helmets off they're doing you know they're going to Twitter they're going to GQ magazines and they're doing all these things Mm -hmm. where we can get our faces out and, right. and stuff like that so yeah. we're big We're Peyton Manning Tom Brady those are big names but you don't know anybody else you yeah. know down the line like that mm-hmm. so when she kissed him and brought him into that entertainment realm like that yeah. world now nah, you're famous boy his yeah. Twitter yeah. followers yeah. went up oh yeah I was sitting there like oh he's about to get the cover oh, gotcha.
4: is is that really what happens on draft night
5: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get drafted. I didn't get drafted. So I Is it was, crazy? Because I find people with their families.
1: I mean,
6: you can you, you can sit here and say, There's, okay, everybody's out there with their families having okay. a good time. You know, they got the parties. They got the ESPN parties, the NFL parties, yeah, parties, all these after parties going on. So but, random. you know, <laughs> draft day, you are there with your family. Other than that, there shouldn't be nobody else. In, in, the, uh, in, the, in the green room back there. I you see know, some there, looks If, coming, there, if there's somebody else...
0: There? But, yeah. Why, if there's hey, wife
6: here, here there. though. Wife here, though. Well, I got to be a ride home That <laughs> <I'm> good. But... <laughs> <laughs> Come on But uh, there shouldn't be nobody back there because you're supposed to... Draft day is supposed to be, you know, Easy. you and your family. It's supposed okay. to be a, a, a special moment that you're going to be able to cherish. And yeah. you, don't want, you don't want a moment like that to be messed up by somebody silly, you know, being there, so... Yeah. Okay. He was drafted. Yeah, but I didn't... You know, I wasn't in... New York, you know what I'm saying, you know, actually, you know, walking down and meeting the commissioner and all that stuff.
4: Yeah, I well, was in
5: Hampton, Virginia. That's right.
4: You made it in there. You made it in there. Well,
3: speaking of the draft, it started off with the draft. And number one pick was Bryce Blueprint, which is the name of this episode. And let's kind of get into his character and where we see him going.
1: Well, well I he is absolutely gorgeous. He is yes. very handsome. And, you know, the cherry on top of this chocolate pudding Sunday that is just so amazing is that it, he's educated. He's from Stanford. Stanford. So I was like... Get it? I, I loved. I loved everything about it, and I think that it's very important that. Well, I thought it was amazing that they made him from Stanford. He's mm-hmm. black. He's yeah. intelligent, and he's an athlete. Because you know, you know, I love athletes. No mm-hmm. offense, but some people think that athletes are stupid, and right. I'm like, right. you know, that's not the that's not the case. At so all. I really appreciate the game. Really mm-hmm. saying, you know, my first draft pick from Stanford, educated, black. Strong yeah. man. Yeah, and
4: he's he's a military brat, too, so shout out to all the military. Woo-hoo. But the one thing that I liked about him is that his dad is very present in his life. Mm-hmm. And that's really good to see that as a role model. His father is there. Now, his father's a little overbearing, but his father is there in his life. And so I think that's really important that they push that to the forefront.
1: And that was mm-hmm. Moesha's daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He got yeah. Yeah. the same hairdo as he did the in same <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is Moesha that Moesha's dad?
4: dad? That was cute. And she's in this, too. Yeah. Right, this? Okay. Yeah, it's a little
3: complicated. Yeah. So we,
5: go ahead. Go ahead.
3: I was just going on Ashley's point because I remember last season we had a lot of people, and we want you to like tweet in at After Buzz TV while we're talking, and we'll try to get to some of them in a little mm-hmm. bit. But a lot of people were saying that the game and BT in general kind of stereotypes black people by mm-hmm. doing this show and just making it about athletes, like why didn't they make it about doctors, why didn't, you know But it's called the game, <laughs> <the laughs> game. It right. has to, to be
2: about athletes Yeah,
3: yeah. it's about someone and, and athletes are a big part of you know African American culture and I don't think anyone in here is necessarily a stereotype, there are mm-hmm. people that are like Malik mm-hmm. there's people like Derwin who's, mm-hmm. you know, into the church and mm-hmm. different things, so it's just good that you brought up that BT is kind of showing different types um, of People mm-hmm. in yeah. our society
5: They overdo it a little bit though like, <laughs> Tell us about Some it. of the stuff is just too dramatic <laughs> Like I guess what was it season 5 When Malik was getting into it with the, with the owner No season 4 when he was getting into it with the owner yeah. The bodyguard just pulls the gun out Just starts shooting in midair you're going to jail for that. You're not doing that. Or Derwin's running around. He's got his, uh, what is, he got his jersey oh, on and yep. stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's out there running? Who goes from the club straight to the practice field running around and stuff? Like, come on. So you never done that? No.
0: But okay. do you know no teammates
1: so hard
2: that you were about, you know, a lot of the athletes that I see, they balance it out. And Derwin, you know, he knew that he had to get back in the game. And one way to do that is to go hard. I know reading up and following up with Ocho Cinco, he used to sleep in the Pat Stadium. That's how dedicated to the game he was. He had right.
3: to. Yeah, he, he, he sort to. of had because yeah, he had to. to get
6: on page with everybody
5: yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, know? but I
2: feel like that's what Derwin was doing. I feel like that was relatable. It's the
5: saying, you got to get it in and get it out. But to get it out, you got to get it in. So okay. you got to go to the club, have a good time. You got to get it in. But you got to wake up the next morning and you got to work, work out. Work so out. You got to get yeah. it out.
2: But that's what Zerwin was doing. Yeah,
5: but it's just Sometimes he already had his that. jersey on, all that stuff like that. He <laughs> wasn't even doing wide receiver drills. Uh, he was running okay. suicide. He was going to put right, a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? Go touch the line and come back. That's not – what is that doing? That's getting you tired before practice. Long you better before. not drop a ball. That's what's going to get yeah. you cut. But, you know, it's uh, – where they're going with it is I, I really like what BT is doing. And, and to go back to the – he's the, the new draft pick, yeah. Bryce Bruplant. Uh, Stanford guy – He's fighting in the club You know I didn't want them To do that I didn't want them To do that I don't want to see him Fighting upstanding Black kid Great morals The father You know And all that stuff But He's fighting and, and ninja and all that stuff, mm-hmm. man. But, that you jack- know, but, but he
4: does explain that. He does say to everybody, well, mm-hmm. he explains and he says that people think because I'm this black guy from mm-hmm. Stanford that I'm soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think at that point he was kind of like, yo, I got this is my night, and he, this dude is trying to check me so, on yeah. my night. So I've got to let these people know, like, no, you're not about to do that to me. Right. To me,
2: that was uh, the part in the episode where emotionally I really got connected because I seen how hurt Derwin was. Mm-hmm. That you know he's always been the good guy. He's always been the one to stop fights. Not to really, you know, get into fights himself, but he was so hurt and torn that he was willing to fight
1: this new guy that he felt was taking his place. And I feel like because he was the rookie, he felt like he had to prove himself and take up for himself. So he didn't want to just get punked by Derwin on his night. And and I feel like if he would have got punked, then everyone just would have ran over him. Completely.
3: I don't think it was his fault fighting at all. He was Mm -hmm. somewhat defending himself and Derwin has kind of gone on a roller coaster with emotions mm-hmm. last season. He was yeah. acting kind of demonish or, <laughs> or whatnot. And, like, I don't want to go too much into Tia Maori because, you know, she's left the show. But I think it's kind of when there's problems in a relationship, mm-hmm. especially when it's husband or wife, it can affect. I think especially men, mm-hmm. in a way like this. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily just about him getting traded. Yeah. It's just, oh, my God, I sacrificed maybe my marriage for mm-hmm. staying with this team. I thought that was important, mm-hmm. and now the team doesn't feel that I'm
4: that important. Oh, my well, he's, he's, start, he's starting over.
6: You know, that's what it is. It's so just... You're getting traded to a new team, you're just basically you're starting all over again. Yeah. And, and I think
4: He should be happy though, because his wife is in Baltimore. Well, in in a way
6: he should, but you know, when you start a life somewhere, you want you don't you don't want to you don't want to change right away. Yeah. And for him, you know, especially being a vet and being a football player, when a when a rookie comes in, you know, you know what's happening. If they draft him, they mm-hmm. draft him for a reason. Yeah. And then for him to get traded, you know, now he's going across the country, it's it's a big move, a big step and you feel like you're losing everything. But yeah. You know, it's just you got to be able to adapt and adjust and, and just be able to move on. Yeah.
2: I think also, sorry, um, where he was saying that, yeah, he's going to be with his wife, but it's going to be on her terms. She's already established. She's already practicing. So it's kind of by her rules, because now he's going to be the newbie. Now he's going to be the rookie to the new team. Mm. Right,
5: And during like. Duren Davis, you've got two rings already. You've got two championship rings, and you just got rewarded 50 mil. What are you crying about? Why are you, why are you so <laughs> worried about it? In the, in the NFL, like in the CFL, professional sports, once you get one, one, it's so hard to get one ring. Like It's so yeah. hard for you to well, get I one. I don't ring. even have one, so over he, here. he's got two. So. I've got mine at you home. Know, I, need, I, I need to catch up to him. Uh, but once, once you get that ring, it's like – Go get the money. Go yeah. get the money then because you're cuttable at any time. Man. Anybody could get cut. Ocho mm-hmm. Cinco's been cut. Jerry Rice has been cut. There's just a long list of names of greats who've been cut. So yeah. once a team feels like, okay, there's a hot new Bryce, Bryce blueprint, runs a 4 I've never seen someone run a 4-0 before.
4: That's, <laughs> TV. Moving,
5: that's the same bolt moving right that's there. So, fast. he's he's you know, he's the future. They came up. They grabbed somebody younger. They grabbed somebody cheaper. They grabbed somebody who's going to be the future. So, Duran, yeah, I, I saw why he would be mad because, you know, it's just boys. It's just but boys. He, he's not necessarily cheaper. He's the number one pick. So yeah. But they just gave Duran 50 mil. That's true. They broke him off. 50 yeah. mil. You guys,
2: have you ever had any altercations with your teammates?
6: Uh, me personally, nah. No, you know, it's it's. are just a good guy, huh? I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> say. I wouldn't say. I mean, there's 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 beef that goes on in the locker room, but mm-hmm. most of that time, it's, it's pretty much during during like training camp because you know everybody's in there competing and fighting mm-hmm. for jobs because you know in NFL there's only going to be 53 guys on yeah. the roster. You know, they they may have what 80 80. Ninety guys come into training camp. Fifty three are gonna be there. So
4: wow. you know mm-hmm. sometimes. Hard yeah, yeah.
6: So it's, it. it's it's just like hard. That's how it is. It, it goes down. Training camp, you're there for what, four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, you're around, you know, nothing but men. That's it. That's what's out there wherever you go. Some teams go 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 to different uh cities for training camp and uh it's 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 a battle. You know, that's that's what goes on and uh it, in a way it's fun, but you know, you know it's your job, it's your profession, and and uh, you you want to be there. So you're gonna do everything you need to do just to make sure you make it. Make M-
5: my rookie year, I uh, I got hyped up into going on extra hard, and I uh, like pushed Sam Madison. This was back it was my giant days. I like pushed Sam Madison extra hard. He was like, rookie, came grabbed my face mask and started grabbing. Get off me! Get off me! try to be all extra hard and stuff. And I, I walked away, my jersey was all hemmed up, my face mask was all messed up. I got back to the house, I was like, yeah, yeah, he ain't man, gonna mess with, with me. Again. He ain't you? gonna mess. He ain't whoop me, man. He ain't whoop me. Like, he, he grabbed up and once you get the face masks, it's over. Man, um, whooped you. I, I, I thought I hit him with a forearm or something I don't He's know
6: ready? Can we make a
3: phone call to him? Because I'm know, not sure
2: right?
6: if the story oh, went down Call out. him up Sam, call <laughs> Let
5: Let's, 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 call let's
6: him up. see Sam. how he
2: describes it He got whooped. But
3: speaking of yeah. fighting Right afterwards they went into the meat locker And Jason gave a pretty profound speech. speech On mm-hmm. football and the game So I kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about that. and Just how you're saying that it's not about the money. It's about what we love to do. So no matter whether you're not here anymore, you're still going to love the game. Do you think that's really realistic in these times where people are living at such a high level of mansions, cars? You have so much pressure to keep a certain image. Money has to be part of it. Mm
5: -hmm. It's that lifestyle. It's... The, the whole football lifestyle, or cultured athlete lifestyle, mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to call it, you're you like he said, like Durham was saying, how he felt invincible. You yeah. feel invincible. You got the keys to. I got the key to New York from the Giants from winning the Super Bowl with the Giants. Like you go to <laughs> Do you parties. Have to give it back. <laughs> Damn it, that's true. And she what does, up? Up yeah. does right. that happen? That's locked up. That is locked up somewhere. No, but you get into clubs. You get into it. You go to the events. People come up to you. Hey, you know how you doing? Blah blah. blah. It gets to you. You yeah. know some people they they overdo it, and you know they attract themselves and they attach themselves to that's who they are. That's yeah. who they they base themselves mm-hmm. out of. And so once you get that falling, once you fall from grace, it hurts. Yo, know, it hurts. Like when I got cut <laughs> by the Miami Dolphins. I sat out of football the entire year. People people weren't calling me, you know, people who were wanting to party and stuff like that all the time. Back when I was on, nobody would pick up a phone call or nobody wanted to hang because, you know, like, like they're inside. I don't want to be irrelevant. You're irrelevant now. Yeah. And now you're t- – I had to go to what? Like a gold's gym to go work you know, out a yeah. couple yeah, times and stay in shape. Because ha- <laughs> gold's gym is so horrible. No, but we got our own – from what we've been around. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> we got our own weight room. We yeah. got our own locker room, spa, jacuzzi, all that. You just kick back, you know, you're watching TV. TV, doing all that. The, the people make breakfast for mm-hmm. you and all that. I'm waking up trying to put the Pop-Tart in the toaster like now nah, what do I do? You know, like, ain't yeah, yeah, got nobody there for you. Don't you don't know, so. you don't it's like, it's this entirely different world when you, fi- but he was just getting traded to another team, but but when you feel like you've fallen from grace, it, it hurts. That's why, you know, guys have committed suicide. Yeah. You know, guys go b- uh, bankrupt, you know, mm-hmm. still trying to live that life and stuff. Once you get attached to it, because it's something yeah, you've, you've been, been working it. hard for your entire life. So once you get there you never want to end. You never want to end.
1: Well that definitely explains the the emotions that we saw during the when Jason was you know, trying to give during a pep talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. this
3: Jason. He it seems works, a little yeah. bit more human humble, Insane. Yeah.
4: yeah. And I like how him and Chardonnay are just so cute. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. Chardonnay is, is ratchet. Really ah, thank thank you. Is thank so you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, thank
5: you. First
1: of all, she need to go ahead and have a couple of seats. She is too ratchet. Thank you. Okay, you, yeah. okay, you I know what? Mm-hmm. You don't she, like her picture, Chardonnay. Chardonnay. I don't like how b that's one character I don't like. B-T really get her out and they didn't have to do her like that. not I don't even think it's believable. No, like, that's what I mean. Pick it's like- somebody who could play the role. Like, no,
2: Brandy, you're not ratchet. Sit down. i actually I'm I, I, like see her. I don't see Ratchet at <laughs> all. But here, here's the reason
4: why I like this character because she's so opposite of what Jason was. Yeah. If you think about it in the, in the former seasons, Jason was, he had a white wife, he didn't want anything to do that was black. He mm. you know, he he really, he's he's a cheapo. He's just completely opposite of her. Yeah. And so I liked how last season, you know, they got together, they they played her in there and I didn't think she was going to make it. And now they're at this wonderful place. It, mm. It's shown another side of Jason, which I really like. Yeah, so yes, Chardon, is a little Rat Chardonnay, Chardonnay yeah. as her name implies, <laughs> but, hey. but I think it, it balances him very well.
5: Oh my gosh! I, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah, well. no, I, don't, don't judge me. On, I don't don't judge me. me. <laughs> it
1: balances him well, but I still don't like the character. Oh, <laughs> I
5: don't all. think
1: it's belie- I honestly don't think that Jason and her character is believable. I don't think that he would no. be with someone like that for that long unless he had an ulterior motive, which you know maybe that is the case and it will come out but I just realistically but I don't what, see it what would his but ulterior motive that happens be? because and I don't
3: even want to get too much into white and black because at the end of the day it's not it's really about love, that baby, it's, it's all baby it's all love it's <laughs> just about like they didn't love each other when they first got together him and Kelly his first wife mm-hmm. and it was about money and about different things and so sometimes you do go kind of opposite mm-hmm. when you're looking for love and he's ready to settle down so I think it is kind of That's believable a good point. that he would get with someone very opposite from his first wife because mm-hmm. it's either you get with someone exactly like the <laughs> first <laughs> wife or opposite but yeah Chardonnay is a little extra yeah. but where's Stacey Dash they need to bring them back Aww.
2: together those two right? <laughs> that
5: was, <cool. laughs> like that that was. no but she's dating she was Dating the quarterback it's just after It's Quan Kirkland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, see, y'all never
4: Kwan. you see
5: what we got to deal with? Let's make a TV show on that. How about that? No basketball wise, no football wise. How about a TV show on just women that we've dated that just go on and date other football how, players and stuff like that? How do that? you
4: guys feel about that? Like in the locker room, when you guys are talking and one of your dudes has dated, is currently dating a girl that maybe somebody else, you know, she's been around Smash. the block and got he might not know. That's, do you guys, are you guys just silent on that? Or do you guys talk and be like, yo, you know. She's been with such and such man, we try to
6: let him know uh, <laughs> on a lightweight tip, but you know what he does is what he does, so it is what it is it, it is what it is That's it, it is
5: it just you know to me it depends on i uh, man i' I'm going am gonna sound so shallow what like how what the girl's status is, so say if it was Sierra, so say if it was Sierra, and I know that one of my teammates had already you know messed with Sierra, but my new teammate is messing with her. I was, yo, congratulations, man, you got that, blah, blah, blah. But if she's just some, some, like, oh, man, I don't want to say bartender. Yo, there's nothing wrong with you bartender. but if she's just, like, a bartender or, or something else, like, yo, you know, you know homeboy used to get, uh, smash that, right? You know Danger smashed the homie, right? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it happens, you know? It It, it happens. You can't. Like you say, there's no it, love is love. you know you never know who you're going to fall in love mm. with People make mistakes and you know messing and dating with other people. You learn and you grow for it grow from it but mm-hmm. we're at that age now I'm 28 what are you like 80 <laughs> um, we're at yeah. that age now where, it it doesn't
3: it, it,
5: it, it doesn't care you know some people don't care you know nowadays some people just want to find we just want to find that right one you know well
3: so. you made a good point like if it's a celebrity it's a notch on your belt and Sierra messed around with number one draft pick yeah. Bryce mm-hmm. yeah. and so do you think She's a notch on his belt. Do you think Lauren London's character is going to be the one that he kind of loves and is going to be committed to and chasing after? And Sierra's just kind of. Yeah, definitely he's going to
2: um, chase after Lauren London. I think as Sierra, you know, she's gone. She's going to be on to the next football player, the next rapper, the next singer. So, you know, Lauren London, she's going to be the one who's going to be down for him because, you know, she's. A bartender, or you know, she's just a regular girl. She's not star. a star anymore. Yeah. She's trying to. She's trying to get in, and we seen John Singleton on the show, who's a director, who you know, she was trying to get in, but she's trying to be on the come up. Uh, so she's not there yet. So she's probably bartending to get herself. Well, high. She, she
6: knows where the status sat, and the status was with the number one pick. So
2: yeah, but <laughs> she didn't give him none.
5: She's got morals. That's <laughs> not do morals. She just wanted that. to play it. She knows you. If he, oh, man. She knows, it, she knows. She if you <laughs> smash the first night, then, I mean, I, I can't, We can't really look at it like, oh, I'm going to marry this girl or whatever like that. So she played her cards right. She did what she's supposed to so do. So she's
3: playing the game. He's
5: 20 years old. He's just got the. He's the number one draft pick. He's twenty years old. You can't expect him to be like, oh, I met some, I met her tonight. So I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna wait for her to come around, mm-hmm. come around and stuff like that. No, twenty years old. Sierra caught him, uh, caught him at the bar. She caught him at the right time. So do you that think happens.
3: Lauren should give him a chance after that? She's gonna have
5: to. She's gonna make him work for it, though. Make him prove it. Obviously, he showed a side to her that he can love. Like he okay. can really be about her and stuff yeah. like that. I mean. She walked in and dudes, you know, butt naked. Like, you know, that was he showed a little thirstiness right <laughs> <like> there. <laughs> so embarrassing. I
2: felt embarrassed for him. Why? Why? I, love, I love Tasha though. She was like, "Hold up, hold up, black man." Not not it.
5: he was just trying to pop it off. Like, I mean, that's just a rookie. That's a rookie, rookie mistake. mistake. Rookie, exactly. rookie mistake. You can't yeah, do that with they somebody like they don't that. Don't know what's going on. But I feel like Lauren London's gonna make him work for it, and that's you really? know, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a great little relationship right there. Yeah. Watch them grow.
3: And going into her character, I feel like they're trying to go into celebrity and fame and the downsides and the positive sides. Even like you were saying with the meeting with John Singleton, he was kind of just trying to whatever her agent and not trying to really listen Mm -hmm. to her. And do you think that fame is something that everyone should strive for or is it just your career and your focus on being a good actor and yeah the I don't, downsides I don't, I don't
4: think you should strive for fame I think the, the I think if you do what you love people are naturally drawn to that because they see you and they see that you're passionate about it and they see that you're really good at it right. so then more people like you more people you know want to know what you're doing what your drive is and so you naturally become famous because of that but I think when people seek the fame instead of seeking to do what they love then that's when things are out of order and then that's when they don't find fulfillment I think that's,
2: sorry, I think right. again, Ocho Cinco, to bring him up again, I think he was so thirsty for the fame, and now his fall it's has crazy. been so hard. I wouldn't call it yeah, thirsty I wouldn't,
5: yeah, for yeah, I wouldn't, fame. You don't think he's so, thirsty uh, for I fame. I would just like, he's just a naturally good guy. He's just a nice, vibrant I'm not, guy. I'm not right? saying. He's, di- great. He's, he's just different, that's yeah.
2: all. I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but he is thirsty. He's an entertainer. I, yeah, that's exactly what he, he does. He's been
6: doing that for years, for a long time. Since he came into the league, you knew what he was about. You know, he, he would ball out on a football Field, but you do have a life outside of the football field, and that's exactly what he was doing. You know, he was going out having a good time promoting himself. And you know, like they say, football the average football football career is three to four years. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're Ocho's, going eight, yeah. And I'm going a year eight, so you know, I'm blessed to be playing for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, in Ocho Cinco's case, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he was still promoting as while he was playing and balling and doing, doing what he had to do, mm-hmm. he was promoting himself at the same so time. To
2: build the brands. I, I feel it's thirsty when to me, I just didn't think his relationship with Evelyn was genuine to me that was and if you're marrying somebody who has a reality show to get your own reality show uh, to me that's thirsty that's so, so that's
6: like that's Kim and Kanye is
1: that, yeah. is that genuine? And that's oh, thirsty <laughs> okay.
3: I mean it could be but then at a certain standpoint just like they were saying there's certain people that just even in the classroom in elementary mm-hmm. school there's kids that like to stand out and like to yeah. attention mm-hmm. uh, and like this it's not necessarily about what that gets you it's just probably part of his personality to kind of shine and be extreme so then I
4: mean like Malik on the show Malik is clearly you know all about himself the fame the fame yeah, baby. the fame the fame in the lake well let's talk
3: about Malik we haven't really talked about him and his character falling off the wagon which is a serious serious issue that BET is kind of trying to touch upon mm-hmm. and like even in the limo ride when he was they're playing Faded yeah. which is perfect music mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> uh, shout out to the music this week yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah episode yeah. was awesome yes
3: it just shows kind of, I don't think that was overdramatic at all. Yeah. I've seen people that are true alcoholics, and yeah. when they're drunk, it's a different level of yes. drunk. Yes. And the only thing I wanted to know is, do you think it's because of the pressure that he goes through being an athlete, trying to keep up a certain status, that's what draws him to drink, or is he just a drunk? I think it's
2: that. I think it's also mixed with insecurities that he has. Um, he, To me, his character doesn't seem like he has any... Um strong, like, base, whether mm. it's religion or meditation or any... Like, we see that with Derwin, but not with him. He doesn't have a stable relationship. Yeah. I mean, he's attached to the hip with his mom, mom, but even that relationship goes up and down, so there's no stability. So I feel like that brings on the insecurity where I think that could also bring on the overindulgence and in, in the substance.
5: But but if you look at it, Malik is... A, that's the classic case of NFL, uh, NFL <laughs> player right there, you know? Yeah. Strong, strong mm-hmm. relationship with their mother and... No father. Yeah. No, no no father to be there. No one to, to, to put that structure in mm-hmm. your life. Don't do this. Don't do that. So you got the one guy, the blueprint, with the with the father, the army father, who's, oh, you know, be up at this time. You got to do this. Yeah. 26 more laps to go. Mm-hmm. But Malik, he, he didn't have that structure. So right. people can't look at him and be like, oh, look at him. He's got all that money. He's doing this, acting a fool. You didn't grow up with him. Yeah. What, Richmond, California, in the streets with just a single mother or yeah. whatever like that. So, I mean, the drinking... It starts, I feel like, for athletes, it starts out as something's just, it's entertainment. Right. It's part of yeah, what we're doing. We're out, style. we're bottle popping, we're doing all we're that. Having a good time. Then it comes, you attach yourself to that life. So then you always think you got to be drinking or something like that to go out to Jones. do all that, mm-hmm. and then after that your tolerance is just crazy, and then <laughs> that's when all the all the demons and stuff <laughs> seek into your head, and yeah. then that pressure gets to you and all that, and then like you say, it just falls off the wagon. But shout out to TT,
3: yes, Yay.
5: shout out to TT, yes. shout out but to friends only. like that, friends For like that. So whether world. it's an athlete or or anybody, that, like you said, that drinking thing is crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I feel
3: like, like TT is the little angel on his Definitely. shoulder that just pops in from time to time. Yeah. And, and
2: I,
4: in I feel so bad because. Titi went through so much with him and yeah. still holds him down. Yeah, yeah. yeah So That's definitely shout out to Titi. Titi. Yeah. And it's sad about the, the assistant. She's such an enabler. But in real life, in real situations, athletes have enablers around them all the, time, all the time. All the time. And then it's sad because when you're in this bubble and you don't have anybody really telling you, no, you cannot do this because you're put on this pedestal, it's kind of like a downward spiral. Because this person is helping you, you know, be a detriment to yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what, you, what can you do if you don't have a TT? You know, yeah. what do you do or, if you, yeah. there's no TT around you?
3: but then to look at the other perspective like being an assistant she's trying to come up and like i think a lot of people get fallen on the wayside just trying to get their career started trying to get money trying to go after certain things and she can't really set him in his place she kind of either has to go with the flow or quit you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's a hard position even for her to be in like I'd never want to be in that position. Yeah.
4: But I think that's a personal choice because you can look at, like, for example, Michael Jackson and, and the doctor, Dr. Conrad. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like I need a job. And so I'm going to go ahead and put away the morals to the side and I'm going to do whatever this person needs me to do mm. because I need this paycheck. Right. And that's kind of sad because now you're you're enabling somebody to, to be a harmful aspect to themselves you know what I mean completely
3: you're enabling but then at the end of the day the responsibility is on them just even with that scenario mm -hmm. did he kill Michael Jackson that's a whole deeper thing because at the end of the day if someone was like inject me with this and you do it, mm-hmm. they're kind of killing themselves. So and it's kind of a balance on how much, so much she's the cause story. for Malik's downfall.
5: And like you were saying with the come up, that personal assistant, she's just trying to come up. That's so him. you're sitting there. She sees him drunk. She sees him with all the women and all that. She goes to Bossip uh, or Nicole Beachy or one of those rumor <laughs> gossip Shout sites. Out to Shout out to Nicole. Goes to a gossip site, tells, gives him some pictures of Malik falling out drunk, whatever. She's a star. She gets her reality show then or whatever like that. Then she gets all her Twitter followers, Instagram pictures up just off of showing, you know, the the, the bad side of this this famous athlete or whatever like that. So... She's just there for the come up, I feel like. And like he said, she's getting benefits. Like, what kind of woman wants to be someone's personal assistant? And they have the the green light to smash anytime they want and stuff like that. Come on now. That's definitely an enabler plus some. And that's a lonely world, too, for for athletes. (laughs) I
4: mean, she's fine, yeah. But, I mean, that's got to be so lonely, you know. And I'm sure you guys probably know athletes that have gone through that same situation where they feel like they don't have anybody that really wants to know them or really cares about them as a person, but instead it's kind of like, if the money's there, if the partying's there, if the fame and the fortune and the rings are there, then that's cool, but then once you step out of that, sorry, don't know, you can't help yeah. you. You know, that happens a lot, right? Yeah, it happens. It
6: does. You just gotta have a, a plan, you know what I mean? Like, like you, can, you can go out and party and do what you do, but I mean, we've been doing that for years. Guys go out, drink, You know, going to dinner, having a good time. But at the end of the day, it's not going to last forever. It's just not, you know, and you just you got it. You got to have something in the back of your mind where where you know that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, I know I'm not going to be playing ball for this long. So you just got to have a have a backup plan. You got to you got to be thinking about something else to do just besides partying, you know, even though you want to enjoy that moment. Mm -hmm. But uh, you got to have another plan. And I I think
3: Malik's character is realizing that because even at the beginning of the episode when the owner was saying, you're just an employee. You know, it's not about Derwin. It's not about this. It's about my team. And you're just, you know, a little pawn or prawn.
0: (laughs) Bottom feeders. Exactly.
3: So it's kind of like I think Malik is starting to realize that, oh, I'm not just a big shot. It's not just all about the money. I need to figure out a plan. And I think that's why he's just, you know, doesn't know how to deal with it because he doesn't know what that is.
5: And what's great is whether you're Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, anybody, you're never as big as a team. You're never as big as an organization. So when John Singleton said that to uh, no. to, to Lauren London, you're oh, you're just a dime a dozen, dime a dozen TV. That's how we Sweet. are. That's how we're looked at. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it is. It's just one guy's looked at. Oh, you can run that 40 and 4.0 oh, we're going to give you all this yeah. money. Now come make me all this exactly. money back. Just like
2: if I wasn't hosting After Buzz, they would have another girl hosting After Buzz, right? Yeah. But we'd still miss you. I know we would. Uh, ah, thank you, thank you. But this <laughs> is Fit name. with Alan.
5: Fit with Alan. <laughs> Come replace Because
3: we're actually all After Buzz <laughs> land. We're in Hollywood, California. And I want to hear everyone's perspective a little bit on there's so many people wanting to be in the entertainment industry, whether it's music, modeling, acting. And do you ever feel with whatever you're doing that you're a dime a dozen? Because no. there's so many people. No. No.
2: I, I feel that way, but that's when you got to dig into yourself and find your own niche. When I came out here, you know, I wasn't getting much work. And one of my friends, Nicole Bitchy, she has this big site and she had said to me, Fallon, like, you got to bring something different to the table that nobody else is bringing. So I went out, brought, bought my own camera, started, you know, going to red carpets and doing interviews myself. And she was like, listen, there's other reporters that are doing that. So All I right. really had to dig deep and say, OK, what am I passionate about that's gonna be different from others? Mm-hmm. Now, I grew up as a competitive gymnast. I'm also a certified um, personal trainer. And I said, you know what? I have a love for entertainment celebrities and fitness. So now I have my own lane, you know? So now I'm too. not as replaceable as
1: the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally do agree with you. You have to find your own niche. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you figure out what that is, Personally, then you'll be I don't think that you should ever look at someone else as competition. You're your own competition. Mm -hmm. And you just have to really just, you know, go balls out after what you want to do. And, you know, I'm a teacher, but that's my backup plan, because I knew, you know, I moved out here to California, Hollywood at that. And it's like, I need. I don't want to be a struggling waitress. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let me go to grad school. Let me get my master's. And then I'll have something to fall back on while I'm out here trying to do broadcasting. Because when I first moved out here yeah. after undergrad, I couldn't find a job in radio. Mm-hmm. Nowhere. They're like, no. Nope. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me think about this. So you have to have a plan. You mm-hmm. always have to have another, a plan B or C, D, whatever. Yeah, right. and, I think,
4: and I think that goes for any any industry that you're in, whether you're an athlete, whether you are an engineer, whether you're an accountant, whatever it is, I think there's other people that do what you do, that love what you do. But I think your passion for it and you focusing on yourself and saying, how can I be better at this is what sets you apart from other people, not looking at what everybody else is doing. Because yeah. when you start looking this way and this way, your eyes are yeah, not this not way focused. anymore. Mm-hmm. So then you're not focused. And unfortunately, you're, you're getting off track and people are going to beat you left and right because you're no longer looking your own way. It's so mm-hmm. true.
3: My mom always raised us, and she said, always think you're the best, but never think that you're better than anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really just about competing with yourself and, mm-hmm. and going through. Not to say that it doesn't creep up on you sometimes, and definitely Duran was experiencing that mm-hmm. with here's the rookie taking his place. Mm-hmm. He sees it as a competition. When it really... Bryce was trying to tell him you lost your spot. Like if you were peak performing, then I couldn't take it.
5: Derwin was out of line. That was that was that's out of line right there. Like to come up to him. Bryce did nothing. He all he did he had a he had a great college career. He put himself in a position to be the number one pick of the draft. He didn't he didn't tell the owner, Hey, I wanna go to your team so I can so I can take Derwin Davis' spot or anything like that. He's just doing what he was supposed to do. And you see that sometimes with first round picks or second round pick rookies come in you'll see the older vet some of them they're they're just cool guys they'll show love and they'll do all that but some of them they'll look at the guy you know have that chip on their shoulder and be like oh you ain't take my spot rook or, and stuff like that <laughs> i mean it's a competitive thing but that rookie, I, it's not like he came in there like, oh, I'm I'm coming to this team just to take this guy's right, this right, guy's right, spot. Right. Not only was a kid was he was drafted and he was traded, yeah. so that was double something out of his control. Mm-hmm. Duran was you know Durin yeah. was hating for that. You can't come up and do that. No, like, you can't you, can, you can't do that. But it, it like I said, it that stuff
6: happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, guys come and go, guys get traded. But you know, me being a vet, sometimes I may not want to help a rook, You know, just because. You know, he's coming in, yeah. you know, if they draft a, a draft, let's say, let's just say they draft a receiver. Yeah. You know, he's coming in for a reason. You mm-hmm. know, they drafted him for a reason. They like what he did in college. He fits, you know, the coach's, coach's scheme very well. So that guy's going to be there. And, you know, if you're not showing up and doing what you got to do, you know, you're going to be out the door. So mm-hmm. that's just the nature of the business. And yeah, so some, true. Some guys don't understand it.
3: And we kind of almost ended the episode with Tasha Mack and Derwin sitting down, and she was giving him the lecture yeah. about. I felt her motherly
2: love. Like, yeah. you
3: can see that her relationship
2: with him, even though, you know, she no longer is managing him, like, she even said, That's why I love you. You know, I see myself in
4: you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gives him the extra push, I think, because she says, you know, you're going to go, t- you, t- you make lemonade out of lemons pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, she tells him that this this team is not doing good. I mean, what kind of world do we live in when Baltimore is not doing good? But <laughs> yeah. but she tells him, you know, they're not doing good. And so that's what you do. You go in there and you change it. You make it mm-hmm. better. And you try to think of ways how they can become better and how they can win. So this is this is going to be great for you. And I think that's when he really comes to the realization that, I got to go. This is going to be a good thing. His
5: character yeah. will be successful in life. Like, life. For her to give him those accolades and, and those credentials, to commend him and say, like, well, you, I, I can tell you're already sitting there plotting of a way to, to do this and do that. Like, people like that who we get down. You know, you get down for a little bit. That initial shock gets you for a little bit. Yeah. But people like that. In the back of their head, they're thinking, "All right, so, all right, so I'll go to Baltimore. We got a good quarterback. How can I recruit some of my friends to come to this team to make this team better, Mm -hmm. and you know, and stuff like that?" That guy, like the the reason that he'll be successful is because he thinks like that, and that's a lot of athletes have that, and a lot of don't. Don't. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Man.
3: Well, speaking about predictions, because you think Darwin's character is going to be okay, let's talk about our predictions of one thing from this episode that we think is going to happen next <laughs> next episode. I think the whole Tasha Rick Ripbox thing to say that. have to touch upon that. I kind of think that she's going to realize that Pookie might not be the one. Mm-hmm. I want Pookie to be the one, but I think. Rick Fox was always her perfect compliment. Mm -hmm. He is successful. He's that kind of... A very powerful woman needs a very powerful man. And I think that includes financially when she's so successful just to keep that dynamic and keep her feeling like a woman. Mm -hmm. So I think Rick Fox might be getting in there. Because
5: Pookie doesn't fit into her lifestyle. Like you said, Tasha Max, that's not her type of guy. Like, yeah, he's a thug, roughneck, been to jail and all that stuff. But he doesn't... Like, he goes and he goes and gets her ginger ale, and, like, she tells him what to do. Oh, go call Malik. Rick yeah. Fox ain't calling Malik. Rick Fox ain't doing none of that. Exactly. I'm Rick Fox. You call your son or do, do something like that, yeah. you know? That's what she needs in her life. So, I, I agree with you when you say Pookie's not going not not gonna gonna, to work
3: out. He's not going to make the team next season. Plus, yeah,
5: <laughs> Get naked on the Skype and stuff. Put your clothes on, man. <laughs> oh, that was cute. I mean, I don't think
3: that's cute, because same thing. She was kind of forcing him to do it. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't like, taking anything off. She was like, oh, do it again. That's the thing. What she
4: had? She was halfway. What was that? That she had on, by the way. That was a weird get She knew what she was doing. She
6: knew what she was doing.
4: Yeah, But it's so cute, because <laughs> I like the fact that he brings out... The, the side of her that she's not really allowed to show in this world because she it's kind of ghetto it's kind of hood yeah. but mm-hmm. this is how she grew up this is what she knows and it, it brings us you know when you get to a certain level in your career it's always nice to be reminded where you yeah. came from mm-hmm, exactly. and I think he provides that for her and yeah he had a little taco meat on his chest <laughs> trying to show it off but I think it was cute it was a nice yeah. touch yeah, I, think I think he to to
5: about taco meat. I got a little <laughs> <Yeah>. taco <laughs> meat on my like uh-huh. 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 cover uh-huh. that uh-huh. 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 cover uh-huh. On, it I make tacos on taco
2: Tuesday. I, I do not want to see her talk to me. Okay. Just ask Brandon oh, for some talking. <laughs> can we cut to She's expression. <laughs>
6: She's like no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Any more said, predictions? My prediction is. Ground, it's
6: right? it's yeah. Yeah. That, that, that ground beef. That, that, that was ground beef right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we need beef.
4: some
2: ground turkey in this <laughs> video, not, not no ground beef. But uh, my prediction um, is that we're gonna see Malik hit rock bottom. And T.T. is gonna play that male figure to help him back up. You know, we seen T.T. being, uh, been, you know, thrown around by Malik, and we're gonna see him really be like you were saying, the angel on his shoulder, and to be the only one that's gonna be there for him. Because I think even his assistant is gonna do him dirty in the season. Oh, what yeah, about works. Tasha Mack? Do you think she's gonna? I think Tasha. Okay. M- Tasha might um, enable Malik because I think she's going to be so caught up with her love situation and that's something about Tasha she's not good at balancing her career and love so she's going to be so torn between her love interest and Rick Fox that she's not even going to be there for her own son
4: Yeah, and I'll say, I I agree with that, too. And I also think for the Jason and Chardonnay character, uh, I think Chardonnay is going to become a little too big for her britches. Because if you notice this episode, she was all like, ooh, look at all, I'm in this designer clothes. Like, she's super excited. So I think she's going to turn the page and become somebody that she wasn't originally. And then Jason is going to be like, I don't like this person. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I've created, but Mm -hmm. I don't like her anymore. That's a good point.
1: I definitely agree with you. I think that Chardonnay is definitely going to transform into something that she never was and then i think that i don't know how long sierra's character is going to be in you know the how many episodes she's going to be in Mm -hmm. but i'm interested to find out when she's going to figure out that this was lauren london's character's dude Mm -hmm. like because it was on boss up and things like that so i how can you not know i i would think that she would check you know the the um you know, and gossip psychs gossip or whatever. Sucks. So it's
5: weird. My, uh, my prediction. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Keep
2: your shirt blueprint,
5: on, please. <laughs> blueprint Blueprint is going to smash the again yeah. It's going <laughs> to happen. It's, it's going to happen again. I hate again. that word. That has to be the official word of uh, the show. Of oh, God. Yes. When we say that. I when we say smash, that. Because I didn't know what to smash. say earlier. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't You like can't say, yeah, just say, you know, smash now. He's going to smash again. It's going to take him by episode 4 to finally smash Lauren London. It's going to be a nice dramatic uh, thing. It's
1: going to no he ain't going to smash. her. It's going to be m- making love. Okay, ma-
5: okay, we'll call that making love. <laughs> <God>. But <laughs> he's going to renege on that and go back to something's going to happen with Sierra <laughs> no, again. I, like I this feel prediction. like that. You think that? Okay, that's cool. Let's <laughs> move along. Malik, yeah, he's going he's going to hit rock bottom. Oh, I thought you were going to say Malik's going
3: to smash with well. <laughs> You
5: know that. <laughs> <Here> he <goes. laughs> he's gonna hit rock bottom. TT's he, he's gonna come to his rescue. TT's like the turtle from Entourage. Mm-hmm. Like he just grew yeah. throughout the, right. throughout the uh, yeah. uh, seasons. That's gonna happen for him. That's gonna be great. But uh, don't you
3: think Malik already hit rock bottom? He says in the in the end of the episode that he's going to rehab
5: again. Yeah. yeah. Again, like. Well,
3: that's true. So you think I mean, it's going to go.
5: It's, it's, it's got to go, like, he has to be cut. Something has to. He has to do something where he's in the car and someone gets affected. I Someone seriously. else's life has to be drastically affected for him. That you know, have to f- wear yeah. A hard way. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, way, go. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So with that and uh, the Chardonnay, Jason Pitts thing, she she thinks she's like she said she's getting too big for she her britches. She's fabulous. Because what she mm-hmm. say, we here new I've I've made it. I've arrived. And <laughs> Tasha <laughs> Mack was like, y'all black black women don't know when they are just out for for whatever. Yeah. Blah, but blah. Like, I
3: don't know. I think that is kind of unfair to say that she's getting too big for her britches, like. Isn't she allowed to be happy? You know, what I'm saying, isn't she allowed to like nice things and want to dress a certain way? I don't think it's necessarily changing who you are. She's uh, always yeah. kind of been into money and, and certain things. It's just that now she's in a different
1: circle and she, she's enjoying it. She used to be down to earth though, and yeah. I feel like I couldn't connect with her char- ca- character in this episode. You think she used to be down to earth? I do I do. Yeah.
4: I yeah. Was. I yeah. knew she was. Yeah. She worked hard. She's a bartender. Yeah. yeah.
1: And now she's like, to me, her character today would not go back to bartending. At uh, all.
4: Oh, like, uh-uh, yeah.
1: I'm not doing that. You make yeah. your own drink.
4: And I, I don't <laughs> think, it's, I think it's okay to like nice things, but I think it's how you go about it. And I think in this episode, she was just, she was just name dropping on her designer clothes left and right. <laughs> it's like nobody <laughs> else is talking about their name brands. Looking yeah. like a peacock. <laughs> right. Like all them feathers. The cares. Like, so I think it's how she goes about it that makes me say, eh, she's mm-hmm. turning into someone she's not. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I
3: know, good. Megan, you have some news and gossip. For I
4: us. don't. Ooh.
5: You said you Uh-oh. don't?
4: Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said I don't. I thought you said I don't. I was like, what? Okay, so the premiere of BET's a Game drew 2.5 million viewers. Wow. But that's not a good thing because that's actually 58% <laughs> like less than what they had last year season opener that was 5.3 million It's so uh, not doing too good wow. and then 2011's mm-hmm. season opener was 71% higher than it was this time oh, wow. so a lot of people are saying they're attributing it to the fact that Melanie and Derwin who were the, the central mm-hmm. to this show are now gone mm-hmm, and yeah. people are like I don't know what I like about this new show Man. but they were
3: yeah. all tweeting that they got 4 million viewers did you guys notice that on the day they were like oh thanks 4 million for watching thanks this thanks that and then when the Nielsen ratings came out yeah it was kind of 2.5 oh, okay. yeah Twitter,
5: Twitter was on fire when that when the episode was going. Yeah, because like, they were all tweeting, tweeting live. Yeah, yeah. So people you can were, interact with them. And a lot of people were talking about how they were loving it. A lot of people. Well, I saw a lot of Pooh Shaw tweets though. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: people. But he was.
5: I, th- I feel like that was his best performance ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, best yeah. performance, and I'm sad he had to go. It's. I'm glad Melanie's gone. I don't really. I and you really
4: know, and heard the, heard the, the, the funny part too. is, I saw people I also <laughs> tweeting like they were like, "Oh, I feel like Nunu is is jump from ATL to to the game." I saw a lot of Nunu that's what oh that's that's you know that's her from yeah. right. that's you do
5: that's, that's, same girl that's all I know her <laughs> from but ah man all this ratchetness with B E T, like she <laughs> started off in the mirror like um mm, girl I'm gonna get ready I'm gonna go do it like come on man You're trying you gotta be John Singletary it's oh, so true man.
1: I you know what this is a far fetched uh, prediction but I think that Melanie and Derwin are going to make a guest appearance. Come yeah. back. I, I think I was, so. was kind
2: of upset that Melanie didn't show up in this episode, at least on Skype, you know, kind of giving her boo some love. Like, yeah. it's okay, you're going to come over, you know, we're going to maybe start a family or start the next chapter in our lives. But she's I think pregnant that,
5: in real life, though. So, and also, you know, I think that goes into. She in, couldn't Skype
4: yeah. in something?
3: I think that goes into the news and gossip that people were saying that she actually got fired from the show.
5: Wow. A lot man. of
3: people were uh, saying yeah. that she was saying that she decided to leave mm-hmm. but there was lots of reports that she got fired and that would make yeah. sense why she's not going to be in any single episode.
2: Wow. Well, I know last season there was a lot of money issues so maybe this season there was money issues and she was just like, I got my own reality show. I'm good. Yeah.
5: That's Baltimore comes back to play San Diego. That's how Davis is going to be back in there. Nice prediction. I hope I didn't spoil it first. You know, I can see where they're going with it. I can definitely see they're going with this?
3: Well, Any more news and gossip? That's it. Awesome. that's it. That was a great show,
6: guys. I show. know. Shout out to Derek. Hey, hey, Thank you, you are awesome. a professional. You know, appreciate y'all for having me, man. It's been a blast. Come what,
2: back anytime. What? What else is going on? You're about to go to training camp
6: soon. Uh no, no training camp. It's off season. I'm a free agent right now, so oh, all, yeah, all yeah. I'm doing out here is training. You know, okay. uh, trying to get right and you know, trying to dibble dabble in, in this film industry business right now. Okay. So, yeah. uh,
4: so uh, let you know,
6: everyone so, so, so I'm here. But you can check me out on uh, at, on Twitter at dhagan80. You know, that's that's where I'm at. You know, I'm on there just talking about a few things about it that's going on in my life and, uh, you know, enjoying life. That's it. Awesome. So
3: check me out. Okay. Where we, can we find you, Brandon? You
5: can find me on Twitter at Cultured Athlete, Instagram at The Athlete. Guys, check out my website, wwwbrandon london Dot com and that's not the word dash. It's just a dash. You gotta, you gotta put that that disclaimer out there sometimes. But yeah, uh, hosting, doing the tea after buzz. We start training camp June second up in uh, Canada. So uh, I'm down here with you guys doing this. I uh, just signed with ITA, International Talent oh, Agency, out here. Oh, congratulations. You didn't tell my me acting, For good. my acting and stuff. So I'm trying to be that Rick Fox, that Rick Fox, that Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> like that it. next like athlete it. to really come in and take over. So <laughs> nice. uh, thank you, guys. You know, thank you, guys.
4: You can find me on Twitter, or Facebook, and Instagram at Meg Scoop. That's like a scoop of ice cream, yeah.
1: <laughs> and as always, at Tweet Nina Marie, and you can also follow me on Instagram at Nina Marie Gray, and add me as a friend on Facebook. Nice. Is Nina Marie Gray your? It's my middle name. Oh, that's Ni- Well, it's Nina Marie, and then my last name's Gray. That's cute. So Ashley Nina that's Marie. That's real cute. Thank, Thank you.
2: Me. And I'm Fallon. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Fit Fallon, and go to fitwithfallon.com, and I'll keep you posted. <laughs> (laughs) with all your celebrity fitness news. (laughs) I have have the Beyonce workout up right now, so
3: y'all gotta check that out. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Gotta get... I haven't been working out, so I don't even want to talk about that. i will you going. You can find me on Twitter, at your girl Stanley. I'm not on Instagram. I think I'm the only person Aww. in Los Angeles. Wow. I need we'll to get, get her a I'm yeah. not on it either, so, so we go hand in hand. Are good. we in 2013?
5: I know, right? <laughs> that
3: was <Yeah>. so 2011. <laughs> but I do have a website, so check me out, Com. And we had an amazing show, you guys. Mm. I'm so glad Yay. season six is started. Rank, comment comment, subscribe.
5: Subscribe. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Five right? stars. And we have to do a cheer going Ready? out, right? Uh-oh. Dinner, oh, dinner, 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 dinner. Now, who's going to walk with the legs?
0: Who's going to walk <laughs> with the- Producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.